Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 76th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I'm your host, Katie M. Kane. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he is the man in his town. He is the host of the Broken Glass Podcast. He is the mother, one of the motherfucking tightest rappers I know in the world, man. He's, he's my good friend. He's, he goes by the name of Sean, a.k.a. Vocab, man. Our guest tonight from Broken Glass Podcast. Can you hear us, sir? Are you here? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Good, great no intro. Doubt. Appreciate no that. I try to keep it nori. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not gonna be too proper. You know, it's like I'm, I'm gonna cuss <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. It's all good. Yeah, dude. Good to have you on the show, man. Happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's been a long time since we kicked it in person, but it it feels all right to see your face on the screen and talk to you, man. You know, like I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we can pick up where we left off. Yeah, no doubt, bro. No doubt. Um, so I guess. I, I kind of want to start with the music because that's that's you know not not sticking to chronological, but that's how I met you. You were making music, rapping, and stuff. Um, can you talk a little bit about your your introduction into um, writing songs and when then what you know how, how did it progress and what what made you really want to go hard with it? Because uh, that's I, that's I met you through the studio through Fats and those guys, and then it was like, oh, you got Knox? All right, cool, you know. So it uh, yeah. Um, you know, to be, I mean, it's weird. It's one of, that's one of those, you know, where do I take that from? Um, I remember when I was like 15, 16, I wasn't like a young rapper, right? I wasn't one of those guys that was doing it his whole life. Yeah. Uh, I think I was like 16. My boy Bentley came from Toronto and, uh, he, uh, he, he was writing and he was rapping and he kind of was like, you know, you, you write something, you know what I mean? You write something. And I was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? And then I just remember like I wrote. I was writing to to uh, the songs with people already rapping on them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I was and I wrote over the fit some Fifty Cent mixtape stuff. And I just remember like the first like second or third line was like a legit punchline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I was like, oh okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that was the only thing I remember. I can't remember it at all. Um, and then from there it was like, okay, I could I could maybe do this, but I really didn't play with it. For years later, I was like, you know, maybe junior in high school, um, sitting with my boy Tyler, and uh, it was me, him, and another guy, and we would just like smoke weed and drive around. You know what I mean? And then, and then they would. We used to do the same thing. We used to do the same thing, man. Like, it's not unique, you know. But, but like, when the I remember the first time that I did it, you know, it was it was like. You know, because uh, I listened to them do it the whole time and I'm just rapping in my head, but I didn't want to do I didn't want to say nothing because I'd never done it before. So when I finally yeah. did it, they were like everyone kind of got quiet. It was like, what? 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 What was that? You know what I mean? Like, OK, OK. And I kept Shabby getting rapping. that reaction. You know, every time I would step out of myself and do it, it was like people would be like, oh, that's dope. And so um, it wasn't until I was like 19 that I like started to like, you know, go to a studio and figure out like how to make a song and go through the process yeah. of like, trying to figure out what's a bar and how many bars is in a verse. And, you know, yeah. like, I, I didn't even realize like what ad libs were, you know what I'm saying? And until I started writing it and I was like, Oh, that's what, that's what they're doing in the background. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. You know, and the, so, yeah. Yeah, that was, so those well, years. And, and, and then like, when I met you too, it was, uh, it was before it was coast to coast. It was still high rollers. 
And yeah. I, I remember you had an album before those guys, though, too, man. And it, it was it looked like Reasonable Doubt on the artwork and shit. I was like, oh, this is cold. Can you can you talk about that situation at all? Or was yeah. It... So so Cause, so that was because that, uh... that shit looked really major to me when I had the CD in my hands, you know. And, and the music was yeah, fire too. No. So it just like I'm very, I'm very proud of that. You know what I'm saying? My partner at the time, uh, E. Makovich, we. I mean, bro, that was that was so much work, you know what I mean? And that was that was like, you know, just just people like uh, coming together and figuring out something, and you know, going through all the trials and tribulations and the failure, and you know, trying to oh, like what? How do you do this? So we were doing everything for the first time, you know, first album cover, you know, first this, first that. We we put a mixtape out first, but it was all part of like one promotional thing. Yeah. So uh, I mean, really, we were just playing follow the leader we were just seeing what was happening like we weren't watching the independent people we were watching like the jay-z's and trying to do like our best imitation you know what i mean like that's what we were doing we were trying to do our best imitation of like the best stuff that we were seeing and and just trying to you know that's what we were trying to do and i feel like the look and the feel of it uh came across yeah it did sophisticated gangster man yeah you know, you know what like, i mean yeah it was, uh, it was something different you know what i'm saying it was like it was smooth it was but it was also like you know clean and classic and you know you could see that you know i was paying homage but at the same time it was also something new and you know it was it was a it was dope man it was it, I, i'm still surprised because i know like you know you're you're an artist so you understand this feeling i can't listen to it you know what i'm saying because all i hear is this young guy that doesn't know what he's doing you know what i mean yeah like, like people really love it and it's like i, I remember like, if you were in high school when you heard that album that's what i've learned the people that were in high school when they heard because i was out of high school but yeah. for the people that i meet they're like bro in high school bro you know what i'm saying we was you yeah. know like, the, the 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 portland song rep for your city like they was really you know it yeah. was like it was an anthem for them you know and it was and it was before the internet you know so it wasn't like you know there wasn't a video yeah. there wasn't you know, it was so, yeah, some, so, so, yeah, some exclusive hot shit, bro. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, you, where did you, you where did you it. get this CD? I fucking met the guy yeah. and sold it to me. You know what I mean? You, like, you, you know, you could download music, but nobody did back then. You know what uh, I mean? Like, so there was a link, I feel like, for you to download it, I think, like on CDbaby.com or something, but nobody yeah. was doing that at that time. You know, it was like, it just, what, what are you going to play it on? You know, if you download yeah. it, you play it in your car. You know, so you want to play yeah. in your car. So you need the CD. Yeah. Damn right, man. Damn right. And then uh, and then it switched to Coast Coast. And then that was, uh, you were the guy who got me involved in those. Like any any, any one of those that I appeared on, it was because uh, I, I bought a couple slots from you. And then there were certain occasions where it was like, we have an empty spot. Like, let's throw this fucker in there. And so it was like, man, thanks, man. You know, so it, it just... Uh, it felt good to me because it, it was just uh, more promo, you know what I mean? And it, it just what? seemed like you guys did a lot of those. And a lot of those songs, I, I still hate on it a little bit because I'm like, fuck, you guys could have made originals with those, bro. They were like mixtape songs, but they're banging. Like everybody yeah, in that yeah. circle, you, Mikey and Illa, Teaspoon, Fats. Like it was just a lot of sick-ass songs over DJ instrumentals. The, jack- the jacket for hooks was... was uh... To my to this day, my favorite, um, you know, outside of like, I never really like going to the studio and writing. Let me just say that, yeah. right? I'm not okay. that guy. I sit in my crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I always keep a comfortable space. I sit in my yeah. crib. I, I, you know, I do what I do, and then I get in my zone, and then I write. 
and it's with a laptop on the laptop speakers. I can't even hear the bass. You know, if there's subs going on in the beat, I can't even hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear it. Yeah. I'll, I'll hear it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so I just I like like to like that's that's the vibe that 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 I like when I create and when when those guys were when they were doing it at the studio. That was the dopest experience of other people. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that really was. Um, I always like I heard stories from like the Def Jam days and the Rough Rider days, and like yo, they would bring Cassidy to freestyle with you know Freeway or you know they would get bring Freeway, and yeah. Would, you know, like that vibe. It was that it was super competitive. You you couldn't yeah. walk in and talk shit. You know, it was all rappers. You know, no security yeah. guards. You know what I'm saying? No uh, hanger-ons, no yes-men. It was just all uh, like wolves. You know what I mean? And yeah. wolves, bro. It, it was. It was. If you were bleeding, you know what I'm saying? We smelt it. You know, you having a bad yeah. day, you walk out of here. You know what I mean? Like, it was, you, yeah. you're, not, you're not on point today. You know, if you go in that studio and, you know what I'm saying, and, and then they hit the mic button, you hear the room, and they like, uh-uh, nah. Or you hear dead silence yeah. after you spit your verse, and it's a one-taker, yeah. and you hear dead silence. It's, no, it was... It was like a, uh, it was a gladiator school. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a gladiator school. It taught me how to function around other rappers. Yeah, it was, dude, because th- those guys are, I still think all of those guys are dope as shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and it, it, like, I just do. I, I've, and I'm not trying to hate on any new Portland rappers, but it's just like, man, the guy, the guys I came into the town with, I'm, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. I feel proud. I feel proud to just be, have been a, a part of that just, just for that time hey, period. Just, dude, real quick. You, I mean, you have, you know what I mean? You, you have, you know, like a, you have like a couple of really solid bangers. Like you had those songs. You had the one with Mikey and Ella. Uh, yeah. I got a bad bitch, a bottle and a, a bag of weed. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Like that, I was like, that is the still to this day. I'm mad that I didn't just take the instrumental and put a verse on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm mad because yeah. I, like that, you know, when, you listen to your own shit back then a lot, right? You drive around to your own music, but that was never, I yeah. never skipped over that song. You know what I mean? When I was driving, I was, I never skipped over that song. That was like definitely one, I think one of the best songs that came out. So shouts out to you. You know what I mean? Cause that, that, yeah, that thanks, was your record. Man. I remember you hit me. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty, if I'm not mistaken, I think you hit me up like, bro, can you get uh them guys on this record, bro? I think I'm pretty sure that that's how it happened. It might not yeah. have been, but in I'm, my head, yeah. that's how it happened. No, cause, cause I, I wasn't, um, that like, I did like a one album thing with high rollers after yeah. that session, but that was, it was, you hooked that up. Cause fats came yeah. and it was just like, he was like, yo, this song was dope. You know I'm like? Thanks man. Oh. He was going to put it on their second album and then they broke up. And yeah. so it was like, yeah, oh, man, shit. I feel like that's one of those, if that, if that, if that had been, <laughs> that record was in this era, there would have been a fresh video to that. Cause it yeah. just, there'd be no yeah. reason not to make a video to that especially the way everybody yeah. was moving, it, it was, you know what I'm saying? It's just bring the camera, you know what I mean? Just bring the camera and let's just film the studio. You know, it would, it would have just been, it would have been, it would have been dope. No doubt. Shout out to RPM too, man. That's a banging ass beat, man. And, and also shout out to my cousin Tutlow. He played the guitar on there. Yeah. I, so re- I, I remember uh, the, live, the live music on there. That was dope, man. That was a classic yeah, record. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Record. Thanks man. Appreciate it, man. Oh, good. And, um, I, 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 uh, I still try and seek those guys out and see what they're doing nowadays too. Cause, um, everybody still kind of has one foot in the music, no matter what they're doing. And it's like, I try to follow everyone online and pay attention yeah. cause it's like, dude, nah, it's, it's going to be dope. Cause that guy's name's on it. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah. Well, shout yeah, shouts cool. out to the trap kitchen. Um, Mikey Vegas. Yeah, Mikey, that. dude. Yeah. You know, uh and and, and Demo too. Doesn't D- Demo has the truck. taco spot too? Yeah, yeah. Demo you know what I mean? It's 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 really it's really been great to see the guys that were in their twenties ten years ago. And you know, they were everyone was trying to rap and be that guy. Everybody, right? Yeah. And now, you know, we're in our late 30s and everybody's everybody's branched off and, you know, transitioned into like, you know, this guy's into food and there's three or four guys over in this space. You know what I'm saying? And this guy's on the radio. This guy's, you know, a couple guys growing weed and breeding, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like like on one, my homie on one in Spokane, he he breeds pit bulls and shit, too. So that's that's one of his other hustles he got into. So cool. What's up, bro? Yeah, so I feel like that's a good transition, friend. Yeah. So, so uh, to, to, can we talk about the Broken Glass podcast now, man? Because, uh, dude, what, like, when did you start? What inspired it? And and because, dude, I'm serious, vocab. Like, once I I wanted to do one too, and once I saw you do it, I was like, fuck. No. Nah, he's, he's past ten, ten or twenty now. It's yeah. like, damn, man. And it, it, you know, we're 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 still behind you bro but we're consecutively every week yeah. and I, I enjoy doing it yeah. bro it's the most fun on earth so and i have you to thank bro because i i wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a kick in the pants if my homie wasn't doing the same thing that's, I mean? that's what's up bro i appreciate that i appreciate that no yeah i mean it, it it's funny you know it to be honest with you man i don't even know like I, there's not like really a cut and dry um story behind it it really was just something it was like a i was driving around for a couple of years right like that was my job i was driving so i was in the car all day you know for hours a day trying to find something to listen to yeah Mm. so it was always like trying to find something to listen to so at first uh it was pandora stand-up comedy because i just couldn't you know listen to music all day you know what i'm saying because then i just wouldn't like the songs anymore so yeah dude i feel you bro like fuck they're playing it again god damn it or just you i'm playing it again you know what i mean i'm driving four hours a day you know what i mean a lot of i i just i don't want to hear that song anymore so um i started listening to like chris rock you know um you know all the stand-up guys and and it was dope yeah and then right around then like stitcher came out and i remember like wtf was the the Mark Marin podcast? It was like, oh, check it. I didn't even know. Like when people kept saying they had a podcast, and I was like, how do you listen to that though? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that was always yeah. the issue. How do you even listen you, to that? And then, yeah, um, you, then just over time, it was you know, and then that kind of coincided with you know, I've always been like a, a a political nerd. You know what I'm saying? I've always been into it, like a political science guy, ever since I was like in elementary school. You know what I mean? It was just this way I was yeah. raised. I was raised in a yeah. very conscious house. And so um, I, I got to the point because I could press pause on the news. So I would be watching it and then somebody would say something and I'd pause it and start going like, because da 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 right? No, you said that last week, but then this, you know, and I'm like remembering and then I would press play and see and, and kind of compare and contrast with what was being said. And, you know, could I even, am I, am I as informed as I think I am? And, uh, and then after a while, it was just like, you know what? Like, it was just like, just like with the music, right? You make enough. It was the same where I would break something down for someone and they'd be like, damn, bro, you need to be on the radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would do for it real. again. They'd be like, bro, you should like, have you ever called into like a people like, you ever call into like uh, the shows? You know what I'm saying? You ever call in? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't I wouldn't even know how to do that. You know? Yeah. And, uh, 
would never think to do something like that. And then that's just kind of how it was just like, eventually it was like, you know, if you got bars, you, you try to make a record, you know what I mean? And if you got game, you try to try to do something with it. And then the, the, the podcast was born. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's sure. dope. And, and so what, what, uh, was it because it was a lot of that stand-up comedy influence that made you want to, to do like political? Cause it's like political satire comedy, satire. man. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, I fell in love with satire. I think I just honestly think that satire is the best way to tell um, political stories. The because only I, truth I is that, said in jest. Yeah, you know, what I'm because I, I and I've thought this. You know, I've been married to this for a while. This, 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 you know, form of thought. Because what I noticed was, um, so I remember the first time I saw The Daily Show. Remember The Daily Show, right? With yes, John I missed that fucker, John man, Stewart, man. God, yeah. you know, what I'm saying the goat. And so, uh, and he was definitely, he's like the Jay-Z to me in that world. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, well, that's, that's what I would compare your show to it, when people ask and, me, what's it like? I'm like, it's kind of John Stewart-ish, man. And that's, and that's, and, and it's, that's, that's, I, I hope, you know what I'm saying? A compliment because, you know, not that, yeah, I'm, not it that is. I'm trying to imitate him, but he's my favorite guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, if I'm being honest, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, He's the person who made me say that phrase the most is the the, the only truth is said in jest. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, the the news that we see on TV is paid for and decided upon weeks before we see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, also, I just think that mainstream media lacks the, the ability to point out the ridiculous part of the news. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I that there's, there's always something that's <laughs> they don't, really ridiculous. There's no mirrors. No mirrors in that like, house. Yeah, you know, so they they just say it really. <laughs> if you say everything in a certain tone, then whatever you're saying becomes normal. But some of the things that they're saying are so crazy. You know what I mean? That it's yeah. like you have to when you repeat it. I'm not going to repeat it like they said it. I'm going to repeat it like. And that motherfucker said what? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna you know like give an honest reaction of like you know like yeah. how ridiculous the story is. You know what I mean? And they really can't do that on the news. And that's why I think yeah. satire is the best way. I think every it's not that every story needs to be heard in satire, but every news story should be satirized. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be you should I, hear a satirical perspective of every story before you make up. You know what I'm saying? Like you should hear somebody make a joke about it and go, oh, yeah, I guess that is fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess that is pretty, you know, because a whole you know, people laughter is is the best consensus. Yeah, you know, I can agree. I say something is like stupid? that's. And, and a room full of people break out in laughter and we didn't plan it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, like, then, then no. what I'm saying is probably true on some level. No doubt. And and uh, Colbert too, bro. I always thought he was funny. On, on the other side, like, this motherfucker is so, you know, like, and he, it's like he knows it. He's playing the yeah. character yeah. of that yeah. side. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it, it just was like, fuck, this is hilarious too, so you know? watching Colbert is number one, the insp one of the inspirations why I do do satire skits, right? And I do like, yeah. like that, he's my inspiration for that. But also I watch Jon Stewart, like I could sit at the desk and do what you do. I watch yeah. Stephen Colbert, like I can't do what you do. <laughs> like Stephen Colbert yeah. staying in character for years is Dude. one of the illest feats. I, I don't think we talk yeah. about it enough. You know what I mean? Like I don't think, yeah, dude, everywhere, if at a press conference, anywhere, that, that guy, I'm sure if you saw him at the airport, he'd respond to you in character. Yeah, exactly. You, you know? know, and I feel like that's yeah. one of the weird, it was dope. And, and also just, I think talent wise, if you know his background, which I do, 
you know, he was like a, you know, an art school, you know, he's, he can sing, he can dance, you know what I mean? He can probably play some instruments. Like, he's kind of the, I feel like yeah. the Jamie Foxx of satire, you know, like, yeah. you know, John Stewart's Jay-Z okay. and he's Jamie Foxx, you know, Jamie just do everything. Yeah, yeah, all of it, yeah. He's more, funny he's, and funny too, it, comedy, because that, exactly. I feel like being comedic prepares you to, to take any kind of fucking ridicule from a crowd to, to be able to be so comfortable with yourself that you could do anything else, you know? You're 100% right, because that's why the transition only goes one way. You can go from comedy into politics. You cannot go from politics into comedy or acting or rap. You know what I'm saying? No one does the news first and then goes out. No one hosts a show first and then becomes a rapper. It's like you're a rapper. Nah. And then you go into radio and then you go into this and then you go into that. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like ludicrous. Yeah. Craziest story ever. Yeah, he was the only that was that was the only one. Yeah, I was like, damn, man, he really yeah. parlayed his connects into a rap career, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, and act and, and 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 acting too. I'm like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Yeah, he, he Chris Bridges. Chris Bridges. Shots you know? out like, to Ludacris, bro. I feel like people he's another, you know, I feel like he's he also showed me that I could like and when I was rapping, he showed me that I didn't have to be a street dude and I could still just have bars and swag and not have to shoot I agree. People, you know what I'm saying? Because that was... I agree. That was hard, man. I was in a room... Yeah. No, you know, I was... When I was writing songs with people, it was hard to figure out, like, I'm on a song with this guy, he's talking about this, this, and this. And I'm on a song with this guy, and he's talking about this, this, and this. How do I get Dig, on the song, but also tell the truth, but have it be hard? You know what I mean? Have it be a yeah. hard truth. You know what I mean? And, and not like, you know, I'm not saying things I'm not doing, and it was... it was That I found I as, a, as a challenge. And I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times I feel like those guys would still appreciate your authenticity. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. And then that's, I always did. It's like, if I, if a guy was rapping about it and I showed up to the studio and asked him for it and he had, it, it was like, fuck, or he's like, I'll be right back in a couple of hours. I'm like, cool. I'll yeah. still be here. But you know, like we, we, that we was had this conversation and I feel like, I feel like with us, you know what I'm saying? With me, definitely. I downplayed what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wasn't downplaying yeah. it, it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I wasn't trying to make paint that picture too vividly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, nah. For some people, it it works. You know what I mean? But for me, I always I always nah, wanted a way I out. I always wanted a life. Yeah, after. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want none of my shit to be played in court, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, at all. Yeah. You know, I can mention things in a roundabout way and use some slang and and not attach too many numbers to the fucking, you know, phrases. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, dude, because I see all these, it's like, that's the new thing on YouTube is to do some stupid fucked up shit, talk about it on a record, go to fucking prison for it or go to court for that's, it sometimes. Oh to get out. It's like, I've just seen it a million times. I can't even, I don't even know the rapper's names anymore. It's just a constant yeah. thing. And I'm like, man, I, I, I did catch some felony charges in OA for weed. So I, I you know, after that, it was like, yo, this, you, you, uh, what did Nipsey hustle? You go, we'll level four in the state with your mistakes, get you. You know what I mean? I'm just like, we're, yeah. we're stay on your toes. Yeah. Stay slick, homie. You know what I mean? See, speaking of, speaking of bars that were way too, way too real. Like I remember Nipsey has a bar where he talks about, uh, it, it, like, uh, we, we really buried a hundred racks. In, in the backyard, in, right? In the, and he like, yeah, he said it like two. three or four times to the point where you were yeah. like, you were like, yo, this what's is up a with that real story? thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, was, <laughs> it, was it no got moldy. Way. Yeah, it got moldy. He lost, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and then I finally heard him tell the story. And 
that was when I knew that I could hear the real, real shit through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah. no, I knew I've heard that. You know what I mean? Like I, I knew that that was real. That's what, you know, you, it takes a certain type of ear to be able to, to pick out the real shit from the, from the play shit. No doubt. I agree, man. That's another question, man. You, you got to meet that guy one time when he was doing the coast to coast, uh, stop through Portland, didn't you? Can you No, I, so my, my connection with Nipsey is not that close. Fats may have plugged in with him. I'm not sure, but I, I did not. Um, but what I did do was he was one of the first people I knew him on MySpace. Yeah. I reached out to him one time when I had like he had like I think it was the first like I'm coming straight off of Slauson crazy mother yeah. named Nip right like Nipsey, that. the crisscross yeah, sample BT after after dark you know and I was like whoa what yeah. the hell is this and I reached out to him and he had like less followers than me you know what I'm saying and he was like just you know like he was just come out and and my just come out and then I just remember yeah. he was like I I. And I was, you know what I'm saying? I was like, it was dope. So, you know, I forgot what I was. And I was like, hey, when you come to Portland, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, you know, da, 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 connect, blah, blah. He said, he said, uh, hood looking, my dude. <laughs> and, and I'll never forget because yeah. even back then, I was like a huge fan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like a huge that fan. Bullets, that Bullets ain't got no names, bro. I, I, I heard that on that Coast to Coast mixtape. Yeah. That, that song was the shit. I remember. I probably told this story on the podcast before, but it's I was at school in Moscow and the University of Idaho, and there were some football players from Compton. Mm. When I played that song, they hadn't heard it before either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I was like, bro, they ain't making shit like this on the East Coast, bro. It's like, man, can I get a copy of that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, there you go. I got them in the truck. You know, like, here's nice. one right here. You know, so nice. it was nice. it was cool. You know what I mean? And it yeah. it was super impressive and super gangster and melodic. It's like he was yeah. singing on that one. That was before he was really, really had developed his his shouting fucking sniping type style you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 but i'm I'm a huge fan of that guy too man fuck yeah r.i.p nip man and yeah that that just was and it just shows you it really does show you like you know because i tell that story now as like you know even before like he passed away and everything like that it was like like that story always literally you know I, I'm ne- I'm always conscious that it, it matters. Like when when people are influential, you know their interactions uh, matter with people. You know what I'm saying? Because I I will yeah. never forget. Even and that could have been his manager. You know what I'm saying? But in my head, yeah. I was typing back and forth with Nipsey Hussle. Nobody could tell me different. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. he was like one of the coolest people on the keyboard. You know what I'm saying? And it was just yeah. like that. Uh, that will always stay with me. You know, just like I was like, damn, he even types cool shit. God damn, I need to get my shit. Yeah, done. yeah. Develop my, my, my writing style. That's one thing teachers would always tell me is like, your tone of voice. I'm like, what do you mean my tone of voice? And like the way you're writing, I'm like, I try to fucking write like I talk, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Even in school, I did that shit. So I try me, to do it too. on the internet too. Me too. I think, yeah. I think, it, I think it's, uh, I, my, my wife tells me all the time, like I put too much commas and stuff, but I'm like, no, but that's how I would say it. You know, like I pause yeah. and then I'm like, and da, 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 you know, she's like, no, but the comma is no, that that's it's either that or the end. And I'm like, no, but that's not how I talk. I'm trying to pause and then start with end. I'm I'm doing exactly what I want to do. And it's just like, no, you can't do that. I don't like that. no doubt. You no, know? so I'm glad I'm no doubt. Yeah. You know what they don't tell you? I, you, I, you can. That's what in school they're like, you can't. And then you're becoming an adult. Yeah, you can. <laughs> do what the fuck I want. Yeah, do what the fuck do, I want. I'm want. not at mom's no more. Man. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So um, in, in the podcasting, um, 
like you've done some really dope interviews yeah. too. I, I listened to the one with Miss Oregon about the the cannabis thing she got going on. It was really hard to say. I remember she, like, I remember you yeah. saying that. The, end, but the, the name. It was just like the national. Yeah, I can't remember the diversity. Uh, cannabis diversity awareness cannabis convention or so, something something okay. is close. It was yeah. I got a lot. Of, I think I got the right words, maybe not in the right order. Yeah, did they yeah, get to throw was, that? Like, did they put it on or did it get canceled? Yeah, no, that was they that was it? on. Okay. That was that was on. They got okay, they cool. got in. They got in. You know, because she is. She was one of the last guests. She was. I think she was the uh, second last guest of the okay. show. And then, I, and then I yeah. Then um uh. Uh, 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 Sandoval, my guy uh, from from Tacoma, uh, Rocky Sandoval, uh, Filipino R and B singer. He was the last the last guest. Okay, okay. And then you know what I'm saying. And, and we so used those to do those like, folks those folks showed up to RPMs too, and you guys did it. Yeah, live? yeah. We used to, we used to sit, you know. That's across, cool. Across, and that's how I like to do um, interviews. You know what I'm saying. So that's like we we've really taken a break from the interviews for that reason. But um, you know. For those of y'all, brokenglasspodcast.com, if you want to check out or go to uh, brokenglasspodcast.com uh, slash blog. Um, but anyway, that or slash podcast, either either or. Um, but but when we come back, uh, we are, I'm going to have a surgery this Friday, right? And so now we, we have a, a totally mobile setup because I can't really drive and leave, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be, I'll be here. So now that we have this setup, I feel like since I'm already on the screen, you know, we're going to start doing yeah. interviews again. Um, Hell yeah, dude. I, I think it'd be dope. Video is dope, man. Yeah. YouTube that shit. Yeah. It, you, it'll, yeah. it'll translate. Everybody will follow you there too, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely. So I, it's it's, it's going to be an adjustment, but I'm, lo I'm looking forward to it. And I think it, then it also increases the, because it's also hard getting people in a building. You know what I mean? It's yeah, man. unreliable. Especially out there, bro. Yeah. Out there, it's fucking pock pock wings clothes bro <laughs> like all the way i'm just like what the fuck that's the you know yeah. like i need those wings when i got i love trap kitchen too yeah. trap truck is bomb but i need pock pock wings also okay you know? okay see yeah, yeah. yeah that's the food the food is on the east side man you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm on the west side and it it does bro it hurts because the the food is portland's food is is kind of one of the slept on dope aspects of portland you know portland has a corny reputation and it's well deserved it's really it is kind of a corny ass city um keep portland weird you know man saying? yeah and it, exactly you know i'm not saying it as a pejorative i'm just saying like it's it's kind of a weird city for the most part you know and it's, it's uh but what you would not expect is that a lot of these nerdy looking people right that you that you walk by them and you know you're like look at this guy well that guy can cook a mean sandwich you know what i'm saying like yeah. that guy take bacon and you know what i'm saying mix it in a burrito on top of a taco waffle and he'll put some syrup yeah. on it and hand it to you you know and charge you 13 dollars and you God and you walk right. away like huh, you will that's, you will that's, love that's, this shit yeah that's that's yeah. i did not get ripped off right there that is good i'm be eating this shit all day <laughs> Goddamn right <laughs> i agree so so many so many places like that in portland that are suffering because of the shit happening. Yeah, right it's tough. I hope that uh, I hope that some of those places open back up, and then just the uh, musicians too, because I I've been recording with my uh, my cousin Tello and his brother Rolo, um, homie Dash. We got a band down there that, that I've been recording with, and we're getting songs together, which is tight. But it's when can we do a show? You know, like 
when is that you know it's like do we have to go to one of the states that don't give a fuck you know and try to book out there because i'm sure those those promoters are their phones probably blowing up no oh, matter God. what right now yeah. like, hey, man, can you book us to come out there and do what well yeah a lot of i feel like texas is the place to go for a lot of people idaho i don't know what's going on in idaho but i, I imagine you can do whatever the fuck you want in idaho yeah, it's still yeah. When I, I go to Coeur d'Alene to the barber, it's been about a month or so. But yeah, yeah, they, they don't give a shit. They're not sweating yeah. me to to wear you know when I walk in. Yeah, and and I tell the guy too. I'm like, bro, you don't have to wear that if you don't. If you don't want, it. he's like, cool. So he takes his off. You know, he's like, word. Are are you know? Because he's renting the chair, and he's like, man, the owner said, you know, do the protocols. Yep, yep, so yep. Like, All right, yeah. So it's cool. But um, yeah. like. Since then, how have you like? Has it been like that difficult of a transition from from doing it live to doing it remotely? Because I've only been in the same room with Mitchell and Jess like one time, and then I did an episode with TJ at his house, and that was pretty much it. I never get to hang out in the same room and do it. Yeah, so so we've done one test run. Um, we've done one test run last two weeks ago, and that was dope. And it was, but we were just going through the regular computer mic, you know, so it was uh-huh. sound quality wasn't what we wanted it to be, obviously, but that was kind of a test run to, you know, to kind of get it for, you know, cause we, me and RPM are very big on chemistry and feel. So, yeah. so we kind of got it, you know, we, we, we got the feel down, we got the chemistry down. And then, uh, so now the next one will be the first show that I do after my surgery. You know, so that'll be the second time we've done it this time. But that time we'll have a whole hookup and, you know, we'll, we'll be able to have a guest and, you know, do all do all the other, you know, dope, dope things that are coming up in the future. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm confident. I'm confident. Just just doing this with you is dope. I like this. I like this yeah. a lot. Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking A, man. Like I, I was in Phoenix and those guys were in Idaho, you know, when we started. Yeah. And so it was like. All, all of the weed people that I knew were in Oregon. So it's like I had to get on the horn and get on the internet. It's like, hey, man, can we interview you on the, on the show about your business? And it's like eventually sometimes those folks would flake, bro. And and that's another reason I got to give you props is when the, you do the fucking episode solo, bro, for that long. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like that's difficult, especially when you're planning on asking someone questions and I got to sit yeah. here. Mitch will be feeding me news articles and the little comment thing. You know what I mean? I'm just like, fuck, dude, this is so hard. But eventually we started just uh, more entertainment folks would say, hey, man, I'll come on there. You know, like different yeah. acting people, music people, uh, production people, film, just, you know, directors and shit like that. Because anybody independent who's doing something, it's like, shit, man, come on the show. I'll talk to you. Can, yeah. you, can you talk for an hour about it? Because, uh, and I still want to get weed folks on here, you know, and I don't want to change the name or anything. It's just, I want to say it's cannabis and entertainment, but it is dude. Like I respect you for going solo so often too, dude. Cause that shit's fucking tough. You know, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, you know, what's crazy is I found doing the 30 was tougher. You know what I'm saying? Like doing the 30 minutes and then 30 with the guest, I found that to be tougher because it limited I started to the more I did the show, the more I had to say, you know, it wasn't the yeah. other way around. And so it was like, and and then the the the, the weirder shit got, <laughs> like she started getting weird. Like the moment I started doing the show, you know what I'm saying? The story started to get, you know, my my thing. I used to like like getting in the weeds about, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, voting rights, and you know, just like you know, like let's let's talk about access to, but let's like like I used to, you know, I would I would, I. Would, 
I think I did the show to like almost present like an essay a week. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. would it be because it's satire. So we roll with what's going on, you know, so then the stories instead of becoming about like substance and thing, it's like, you know, this week the president used a Sharpie to fuck with a map. You know what I'm saying? And that's like that's you have to satirize that. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to comment yeah. on that. You can't like you know what I mean? You can't like not talk about that. And so, you know, I think that the show has kind of followed uh, that tone and 30 minutes is harder. You know, to to get everything that I want to say out, as opposed to sixty, you know, I can ramble a bit, but then be like, oh, but then there's this, you know what I mean? And really, yeah. I feel like thirty, I go home, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, ah, oh, why didn't you say, you know, like why didn't why didn't I say this? Or I thought I was gonna say this, and you know, yada yada. So yeah, yeah, you're uh, as an artist, you're always your own worst critic. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But but still though, when it when it when it comes off dope though, you you still give yourself those props also, you know, Facts. Like, oh, fuck, that was a good one. Like that sounded great, you know, but also to be honest with you, it, it really, for some reason is the shows that I go, I I messed up. And then for some, I don't, I can never understand it, but then people go, bro, that show was dope. You know what I mean? It's the one that I yeah. think no one listened to that, for, you know, everybody was like, like, I'm like the artwork was stupid or, you know what I'm saying? Something about it. No one's going to fuck with. Yeah. But I think that yeah. that's just my personality like I, I'm self-deprecating yeah too. that's just how I get down I agree yeah the, the first time I went on TJ and on one show beers bongs and bullshit podcast like we talked for like six hours and they didn't edit it at all bro it's like we watched the fights and then we bullshitted for three hours afterwards just drinking and smoking yeah. and they left and it's like the next time I came back it was like like eight or nine episodes later and I was like what's up fellas good to be back and I was like, man, did anybody listen to that shit? And they're like, dude, out of the 13, we got like that one's top five. I'm like, what? Really? You know, it's like, fuck, cool. Crazy. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, dude, that, 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 I, it, I, 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 you took me on that story with you. You took me because I, uh, I was like, yeah, that, that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, horrible. it was, dude. It, it, me, myself, it took me four tries just to get through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'm sitting here at home doing so I'm doing some chores and it's like, fuck, all right, cut it off. Yeah, because then you're like, I got to go. <laughs> so I gotta yeah. Go. I got to leave. I got to turn yeah. this off. Yeah. So uh, I, I just enjoy the format of it and, and uh, yeah just the, the, the storytelling aspect of it and, and it's long form. I, I enjoy the interview stuff more cause it's, I, I fucking, I, I just like hearing other people's stories about what, you know, what they did to, to on, on their path. You know what I mean? So it, it just, uh, I know a lot of your story, but it's still dope to ask the questions about it. You know? I, I feel it. I feel it. And, you know, like and you, you like the same thing I like, cause that's my favorite thing about doing interviews is getting, like, I love when I ask a question, I'm like, oh, who's your favorite team? And someone goes, bro, check this out. And just goes in on a, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I, you know, I like this team. And then one day, you know, uh, you know, my boy got shot and he was wearing the jersey of the Charlotte Hornets and I love him. So, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm a Hornets. Like, I've heard stories like that where it's like, you're like, oh, wow, I did not expect yeah. that. And it's like, that's, that's yeah. my favorite part is the stories. And then I take them with yeah. me now they're my stories. I you know what I mean? I, I, when I, yeah, you know, man, like someone's talking about something, I go, Oh man, I had a guest on my show and he said this, you know, and that I, I love being able to. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. So we're, uh, we still got 15 minutes, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to let this one fly early just because I'm remembering it right now. And it has to do with what we're talking about. I try to ask this question to every guest who's on the show. It's a two-sided question. 
uh, good side, bad side, however you want to look at it. Um, the first side is what do you feel has been your best move on the path to where you're at right now? Um, and, and, you know, maybe it's not one single move. Maybe it's, you know, one habit, one behavior, whatever, one decision, oh, whatever. Re- realizing that, um, I wanted to, no matter what I wanted to do, um, I wanted to spend more time with my family and knowing that that was the case, um, being a rapper was unrealistic and I had to let that go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause it was like, to be a successful rapper, you have to be out every night, you know, you have to be in it's, And it really is like, it's not conducive to in, in my life, it's not conducive yeah. to a healthy relationship, you know, with a, with a stable it's person. It's cool when, a, when, a, yeah. when, a, when you with a bunch of crazy chicks, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's fine. They're, they don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when yeah. you're with like a grounded individual that has their shit together and you're like, it's Monday and you're not doing your job. If you don't, go hit up the DJs at the strip club. If you don't go to the nightclub, if you don't hit up four or five different spots, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you're not doing that, if you're not yeah. showing people your face, then, you know, but who, what, who's going to accept that? And also, you know, at the end of, like I said, it's not what I wanted. Like I saw the type of person that I was, you know, I didn't want to be on like that all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, me like, neither, bro. Like I try to, I try shit. to show for your guys and shit, but everybody else, it's like, dude, I can't, yeah. can't go out that much man yeah you know? <laughs> i like I, I just dude and and you get I, older after i had yeah after i had my son i really just focused on the weed shit you know what yeah. i mean like that was my move after that yeah so that that so, that was my definitely bad. my best decision work and so and focusing on something that you could do from home and, and be more present Exactly. And that's where my mind was. I didn't know where that was going to take me. I had no idea that it was going to go, you know, this is years before the show, you know, but I just knew that I wanted, I just knew that this is not it. You know what I'm saying? This is not it. What I have to do to be successful here is not going to work, you know, and to be honest with you, what happened was um, my wife had a miscarriage. That's, that was the event that I realized, like, I was like, what's more important to me, which, you know what I'm saying? Like getting this right and have, you know, like, having a safe stable family or being successful in this you know what i mean and if i want to be successful in this you know like i wouldn't have been home to (laughs) to deal with that situation yeah you know what i mean because i'm I'm gonna be somewhere else so i watched my dad you know live on the road and you know do all that and at the end of the day i was like you know i want to make a different choice yeah that's dope man yeah I, i tell people uh stories about your pop too and you told me about how you know he's a professional musician yeah and yeah, he's no matter where if he was and, and yeah when he was whenever you visited him no matter like as soon as he woke up in the morning he'd do his exercises on his guitar and everything and yeah oh I'm yeah just, Every- when i when i hang out with my band guys I, I i told them that story like man it's and i was you know it's like so, you have to practice if you want to do this and you have to spend so, you know every day every day every as soon day. as you wake up just yeah, even not not all day, but every day yeah. you have to at least yeah. practice a little it's bit. It's a lifestyle. Being being a musician is at that high of a level is a lifestyle. You know, people people yeah. think that it, you know, it's not as glamorous as it appears. You know, yeah, it's not. You know, it's worse if you're in a band. Uh, <laughs> it's different for the guys yeah. in the band than it is for the singer. It, it's always going. You got to make way more of a grind. Yeah, dude. Like thirty dates in two months. It's like. Those days in between, you don't get to chill, really. You're fucking on a bus traveling. You know what I mean? Exactly. So oh, yeah. You're that, that's, in, in top bunk or a lower bunk. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the world yeah, man. depending on who you are. Maybe you like top bunk. Maybe you like lower bunk. You know what I mean? Maybe the person above you snores. Maybe the person to your left is up all night reading. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's, it's very much like yeah. camp for a really grown people. Yeah, I, that all have yeah, their own I agree. <laughs> Just like, I agree. I, I, yeah, it's not always appealing to some people. You yeah. know, the family guys, it is. I heard one of those guys from Tribe Called Red, it was a three- three guys in the DJ group that the older guy who had a family after a year or two or and you just like, man, they're like, why'd you guys break up? He's like, we didn't break up. They're still doing their thing. I just want to be at home. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to be, yeah. uh, you know, all because it's not just us. It's Canada too, with those guys. Cause they're yeah. Indians. You know what I mean? so, and you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, another, another real thing is that uh, being a rapper is freaking dangerous. You can cuss, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Fuck, Being a rapper yeah. is fucking dangerous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it's it's not like when you're before you have money to have like security or unless you're surrounded by a bunch of goons, which I was neither, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going I'm yeah. pulling up by myself or like with my girl or with like my two of my guys, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not yeah. rolling up. One or two, one or two homies. Yeah. yeah. And and things have went left so many times, you know, at rap shows, and it's a it's really a fucked yeah. up shot not not happy about it don't like it you know what i'm saying i wish that we didn't have that aspect to it i wish we could just go to work like everybody else you know what i'm saying i agree it, it man. Get old you know what i'm saying but it really does and so it's like man am i trying to is, is this where i want to lose my life nah you know what yeah, I'm saying? not on the floor no of this way. fucking bar you know what i mean not no not, not no. on the floor of this no. bar catching a stray because two niggas had a problem you know Five stools down, you had, somebody pulled you out. You had nothing to do with it either. You know what I'm yeah, like I'm not. Uh, no, you know that's that's not how I want to go out. So, you know, if you don't have safeguards to protect you from that, rapping is a very dangerous job. Even if you're not a street rapper, I, I agree, man. I've been I put agree. on shows, bro, with all gangster rappers. <laughs> Same. You know what I'm saying? Same. I've stepped out on stages yeah. where I was just like, "What the fuck is this? like? What? Who booked this? You know what I'm saying? Like." Yeah, man. I, I agree, man. I agree. Yeah, uh, this is not my in, in every region too. Yeah, <laughs> and but but still, it's like when you do your songs, people still dig no, it. You they, know what I mean? so, it, like, it that's, is that's no, no, no. I'm uncomfortable. It ain't there. Yeah, your feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm like you yeah. don't look friendly. You know what I mean? I like looking out at friendly people that are having a good time. You know what I'm saying? Not people plotting <laughs> and scheming. Yeah, that's just me. Okay, so. Okay, so the other side of that question. Yeah, okay. Good answer, by the way. Long, long form answer. I dig that shit. Okay, yeah. my bad, my uh, bad. The other, nah, nah, bro. I, I love okay, that shit. Okay. I, I, I leave it open ended for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? When, when someone is not my favorite guest, it's because they're answering in yes or no or one sentence. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, come on, man. We could tell Give me more than that all day because there's nothing yeah. worse than when you feel like you asked a great question and then they go, nah. And you're like, yeah, that was it. Can you elaborate, please? <laughs> you know, like shit. So yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Other half okay. So the the other half of the question of what do you feel has been your biggest mistake on the path to where you're at right now? Um, man, biggest mistake. Biggest fuck um, up, whatever, dude. You know, and and because sometimes you know maybe it's a continuous behavior. Like, God damn. So you said oh, no. So you. Stay on the path um, uh, to to getting here. You know my biggest mistake. Uh, I'm man. Oh wait, wait. 
Wait, your audio is cutting for a second. Oh, no, your video is good. Right, we're back. There we we're go. We, we got you now. Yeah, we got you okay. now. Okay. 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 So, uh, I feel like I've had some, uh, some really, uh, bad shows that, you know what I'm saying? Have like, you know, those mistakes that I've made either in preparation for something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you didn't have the CD and the flash drive and the this and the that, you know what I'm saying? Like learning to, to, to put like those mistakes, I feel like were my best mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like those mistakes, but I, cause I, that failure on stage is like no other failure, you know? Yeah, and I feel like it, it made me stronger in the end, but at the time, you know, it was like, I mean, just that Fuck. soul crushing, you're standing on stage, your, your CD skipping, you know, I've, yeah. I've had my CD skipping when everybody else had a flash drive, right? But my yeah, CD is skipping at a show on a, on, a, on a catwalk at a fashion show with TV cameras and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> fashion industry people sitting in the front row in Portland. You know, this is like the Portland... 30 for 30, you know, and it was all these designers and stuff, and it was a swanky thing. Yeah. It was probably one of the coolest things I'd done up to that point. It would have been one of the coolest things I'd done. And instead, what it was was, like, the, the song started skipping, and then as, as soon as I got back, you know, as soon as I got, like, recovered, and the music started playing, I had forgot my words by then, you know, because yeah. I was kind of flustered, you know? And then, so, yeah. now I, I, so now I'm trying to freestyle, and I can't. Like usually oh. I can freestyle and it's cool, but I'm trying to freestyle and I'm not finishing my syllables. I'm not fin I'm not completing my thoughts. And I'll never forget I looked out at my at my wife to be at the time and I looked out at her in the crowd and we locked eyes and then she just looked down. You know what I'm saying? Like she couldn't oh. like I was drowning and that's how I knew I was drowning was because I was like yeah. Like she couldn't even look at me. Just like you know, you like she couldn't look at me. You know, she couldn't give me the thumbs up because she's a real woman. You know, she's not going. Yeah. Like, Shit don't good, look baby. good, baby. Shit don't look good. Yeah. You know, she's like, nah, just that that didn't yeah. work. We all see what's happening right now. Everybody can see it. You know. So yeah, that, that I feel like. But then I had a show two nights later. So the first lesson I learned was never leave the show when you bomb. So I wanted to leave. I wanted to run out and cry. Like the dude who yeah. Debo took his chain, you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how I wanted to yeah. leave, but red. I, I just stayed. <laughs> yeah, like red. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't, you don't cry when you get in the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like like they, that's that's what I wanted to do, but instead I was like, all right, like I can't leave. Like literally, I was like, I'm not leaving until the end because I'm not letting. If you got something to say about what just happened, you have to say it when I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, you have me. something to say, because at the end of the day, I may have bombed on this show, but I'm still vocab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if you're going to have something yeah. to say about it, I'm going to be here. Someone's going to tell me, and then we can have a conversation about it. I'm not just going to be out of here and have people laughing at me. You know what I'm saying? You want to laugh yeah. at me, I'm a, you want to have to do it, it in right my now. face. And yeah. so that I took that lesson out of that, and then that was a Friday, Sunday, I had a show, and then I just, you know, overprepared. And ever since then, I've been overprepared. Like how I hit you yeah. up and we've been doing this for a minute, you know? Like, I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not trying to come in at the last minute. Like, let me make sure it's right. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Because, uh, dude, yeah, we've had some major fuck-ups with technology and internet connection and shit like that. And it just sucks to try and carry on because we're going live on YouTube and it's yeah. like to try and bullshit through it is just a fucking chore sometimes. So I appreciate you taking the time, man. It means a lot. 
All good, man. Yeah. I gotta uh, I gotta look over my right shoulder. I got a championship banner in my man cave. Oh, uh, dope from the Raptors. Can I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I just, man, make, okay. I just wanna make sure yeah. we're good. Yeah, because you're from Toronto, man. I yeah. Am, I am can can you man, can you talk about that a little bit too? Cause I have another homie from Seattle that I recently found out is from Canada too. And yeah. I'm like, no way. I'm like, what do you mean from Canada? Like, vocab's from Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the yeah. same type of deal. I was like, no fucking way. I didn't know yeah, that shit. Canada, Canada. No, yeah, I'm from Toronto, man. I was born in Toronto. And, you know, like I always say, um, I love Portland. I don't know if I'll ever leave it because I like the climate. There's no humidity. And, I, and no humidity is like the best. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand humidity anymore. But um, Toronto to me is the greatest city in the world. Like it's the greatest cultural melting pot way more than new york i feel like because new york is american and was built on segregation you know what i'm saying the you know the original new york city was 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 cut along racial lines and so i just feel like that um makes it not as much of a melting pot as toronto you know what i'm saying like toronto is like you know you and your neighbor and your neighbor's neighbor and your neighbor's neighbor you're all different colors you're all different ethnicities you know there's not it's not black it's you're Haitian, you're Jamaican, you're Creole, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're Cajun, you're, you know, and it's, yeah. it's a mel- real, real, and, real melting pot. And your mom is from Jamaica, right? Yeah, my parents are Jamaican. So both my parents are from Jamaica. Oh, your pop too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember meeting your mom one time. We were at RPMs recording or something, and she stopped by. She she was eating, and she brought you a plate or something. So right, I was like, ah, right. oh, man, cool. And I met her. Yeah. And she had the accent and everything, yeah. bro. I was yeah, like, no yeah. fucking way. Yeah. Cool, yeah. No, man. Yeah, my mom's Jamaican, Jamaican. Like, my mom has a, like, a, like, <laughs> my mom is w- retire in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom is Jamaican, Jamaican. It ain't, you know, like, I'm not Jamaican. I'm Jamaican Canadian. You know, she's Jamaican, Jamaican. Yeah. And then moved to Canada and then, you know, moved to the States. So I have all three. So- I'm, I'm American, Canadian, and Jamaican, you know, all equal parts. Yeah, multicultural, dude. What was that like moving from Canada to the states? Like, were you in school or like were you was, a baby? I was fifteen. Like... No, I was fifteen. I was so. I oh, was, really? Yeah, yeah I was. You were brand new I, in high school. Yeah, Damn. I was. So it was my second year of high school, and it was. It was. I mean, it was. It was fun being the new light skinned kid. You know, Thank that you. was dope. You know, but uh, as far as like. Um, moving you know portland is a, a way i mean it's really what it's like at the time it was probably like 94 percent white you know it was a very small black community and where i lived it was so i had never been in a uh, a place that was forget just white i haven't been in a place i never lived in a place that was dominated by one culture like that you understand what i'm saying like yeah. Toronto was like the asians yeah. had theirs and it wasn't just chinese it was all the different types of asian people and it was so coming to portland and just being like you know 90% of my classmates are one thing was that part was hard to adjust to, but also not yeah. something I couldn't overcome, you know, like it was like, okay, let me, this is the new thing. All right. Let me, let me, let me figure this out. So that's what I did. Figured it out. Yeah. So, uh, there, there like was the curriculum, like, was it easier in Toronto or was it easier in Portland as far as school? I, I, I would say, I think that um, in Toronto, it's hard to gauge because in Toronto, I was in like an enhanced curriculum from the seventh and eighth grade and then the ninth grade. And then so when I moved to the States and they didn't accept that program, you see what I'm saying? So it was it wasn't like, Uh, you know, I didn't go from enhanced. 
yeah, I just went to being a regular student because those transfers, you know, those credits didn't transfer like that, you know. Um, so yeah. I would say it was hard for me to gauge in that way, but I would say pretty comparable. We were pretty much learning the same things. I just feel like Canadians know more American history. <laughs> yeah. You know what no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we were, you know, like when I came, I was like, what do y'all think happened here? <laughs> I was like, what is going yeah. on? You know what happened here? Jesus Christ. What's yeah. wrong with you guys? Like that, that part was weird to me. You know, it was. That's, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's cool. That, that's why I always like hanging out with you too. You always ask questions about our culture too. Yeah. It's like, man. So it was just, it was dope. Because most Americans don't even think of it as having a culture. They just think everybody's American in the whole world. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you know, I'll say American and people still back up. Like, why are you saying that? And I go, because I'm Canadian. You know what I mean? And they're just like, ah. Like, bro, why can't yeah. I just be Canadian? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. just like, it rubs them the wrong way for some reason. Like, no, you're American. I'm just, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not from here. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, I, uh, you're not Canadian. Yeah, I try to claim my tribe, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's purse. What are you talking about, bro? You put them on the map for me. You know, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, was well, right it's like being out in yeah in Portland or Phoenix too. It's like if I see any Indians in public, I gotta ask them and acknowledge them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, man, what tribe you from? Yeah, this is a strange place, man. I didn't grow up here, so yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, no, figuring it out too. Yeah. And I, you know, um, I've, I've seen more of that so, than most people because I've, I've been to the res with you, bro. I've been to the res. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, that, that you showed me, you showed me stuff, you know, much love. You know what I'm saying? You you showed me stuff that I never thought yeah. I would see. And, you know, what? like I got the pass. I got the Katie Kane pass. You know, I had access and then it was yeah. it was cool. I was like, yo, this is like some like I got back to the States, I feel like. And I was like, did y'all know what was going on? This is right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fucking yeah. right there. We drive by all the time. It's lit over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's going yeah, down man. over there. Did you guys know it's going down over there? Yeah. You know, but it was yeah, man. So, I, I I took a lot. It, it, I took a lot from that experience. So thank you from that. No, no doubt, man. I, I appreciate you showing up too, because a lot of the homies would you know be like, nah, I'm not doing that. It's like, oh, come on down, man. You know what I mean? And and you were you know, it's like hell yeah, let's go. You yeah. know, so like that's dope. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 Good time. You had it on lock. Don't get it twisted. I it was. Yeah. I was like, yo, yo. I'm like, when I came back, I was like, bro, Katie Kane got it on lock over there, bro. Like <laughs> everybody knows who he is. It was dope. It was dope to see you on your turf. You know, because you when you came to Portland, you were like a fish out of water, and you yeah, don't really know bro. what to. You don't know, like like you said, you don't know who's being real and who's not. So a guy comes from you know a five hour drive away. And he pulls up to Portland, right? And he's like, you know, yeah, I kind of got things popping in my city, right? But you like, do you? I don't know. You know, it's not, yeah. I have no idea. So for me to go to where you're from and then be like, oh, yeah. Like, no, he's the guy he says he is over here. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Thanks, man. Yeah. Because it was like in Portland, too. That's I appreciate you, too, because y- you were an honest, a real one, man. And then crashing on the couch, too, was no thing when, when it was yeah. up there in North Portland. So it was just like. Man, dope. Because sometimes RPM, his house would be filled up with roommates or, or craziness would have his baby's mom over or some shit like that. So it's just like, man, yeah. okay, I crashed on the couch. Yeah, bro, come through. You know, yeah, like, cool, come, through. come through. It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what uh 
we're, we're past an hour now, man. I don't want to keep you too late. I know Mitchell and Jesse, I don't want to keep them too late either. Um, what, what, what are some of the ideas or, or concepts that you want to promote for the future, man? Uh, you mean as far as stuff, you mean ideas, ideas, or stuff that I'm working on ideas? Um, both, you know? Both. If I you mean, don't want to share anything until it's it's out yet, if you you know whatever you know you want to keep details under, but also what what do you want to see more of, uh, dude? You, you know, because you, you you caught me by surprise, so so I stumbled, but I'm back on my feet and I got an answer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got okay. <laughs> so okay, uh, what I would like to see more of, man, is what I've been pushing on the show because a lot of people, um, when you say you do political satire, a lot of people make uh, assumptions, and uh, what I I would like to see is more you know, objectivity in the world, right? A lot of people think that the show is liberal and it's really not. I'm an, I'm an objectivist, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've been for many years now. I'm not, you know, I don't, my ideology is non-existent. You know what I'm saying? What I am is an observer of what I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. uh, and then I, and then I put my twist on it and I say what I got to say about it. It's not that I can't, like, I enjoy commenting on politics and I like it, but what I find is we use political ideology right now, like a religion, and it's 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 uh you know these labels uh they've divided us to a point where you know it's almost like no no turning back you know what i mean and, and it's and it, yeah. it doesn't matter like if you were to just tell somebody a statement the first question they'd probably ask you is was that was that a democrat or a republican you know what i'm saying because they got to know whether or not they can like it or not you know what yeah. I mean? like they got to know do I, I agree with that or not like i don't even know if i agree with that you know and so what i'm trying to push is objectivism like you know it's not about ideologies can be used as tools right but the most important thing is the agreed upon set of facts that we're debating right because if you're yeah. debating one set of facts and this per the other people are debating another set of facts right then that's not even debate you know what i mean that's that's yeah. called country skiing that's something totally different you know what i mean so yeah that, you can't solve a problem if you can't agree on the problem and so so with objectivism what i try to do is point my aim at the problem that's my obsession. You know what I'm saying? My obsession is the problem and just to, to yeah. identify it. You know what I mean? Like identify it. If you're not talking about this, then I can't deal with you because this is the problem. You know what I mean? It does yeah. the problem, you know, diseases, natural disasters, you know, or, or fucking rabbit. They don't they don't care about your ideology, but we nah. make our ideology. bend. <laughs> you know, we make every we make science bend to our ideologies. And it's like, that's not how it's supposed to work. Your ideology nah. is supposed to bend for science. Yeah. So no doubt. that's what I'd like to see more of in the world is, is just more people looking for the objective truth instead of the narrative. Yeah, I agree. Cause that's, man, that's my issue. Like 2017, bro. I just found myself yelling back at the TV <laughs> at the bullshit they were saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I would do it often. And it, it just, I just noticed myself doing it. It's like my kid, Cause he just hears me fucking yelling at the screen. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what the fuck yeah. is going on. And yeah, it's not yeah. like he was scared. He would just like, he just looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I, yeah. I looked at myself the same way. And so I, I just kind of tuned out, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. really watch too much TV. It's like, I catch enough of this shit in my Facebook feed. Sometimes I tune into your podcast to catch some jokes about it. Yeah. But it, it's just <laughs> like, man, it, it it is just a narrative, bro. That's yeah. decided upon by everyone. And that's what gets. There's different versions of it getting shoved down your throat. Man, so yeah. it's like you're, you know, it, it just fuck. I I try to. That's I dig the the interview portion of your show better. But I dig your jokes about it better than what I am seeing on. It's like yeah. at least there's truth in this, dude. Yeah. Like this this other shit is just you know. And and it's cool to uh, 
like that's everything that's on the mainstream media is what conversation is going to be about yeah. in public you know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah it, it just is you have to know for me personally i have to be aware of what is being said you know what i'm saying but you know it's 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 more important to me like i said that uh, you know sometimes the truth the truth is what it is and i think the truth because to be honest with you i think the truth is funny you know what i mean it's not yeah. it's not funny to lie like that's why you can't do satire with lies you know what i'm saying it's not funny yeah. to lie you know it's not funny to say someone's fat when they're skinny it's not funny to say someone's yeah. tall when they're short unless we know you're being ironic you know what i mean yeah fail it's not funny to say that you're a genius you know what i mean like it's that's not it's not how comedy works uh, you know comedy works yeah. you point at something that everybody can see and then go huh look at that and then that's when people laugh and if that's that's comedy that's what it is you cannot you know and that's why i think it's the best lens to view the news through yeah I agree. Dope. Um, do, do you ever think about trying your hand at stand up at all? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I think yeah, at this point right I, now, I just fear and dread. And, and also, and then let me send, and, and let me just say this is that the, the, the second thought that comes into my mind is the same as what stopped me from rapping, you know, <laughs> cause that's the same kind of, yeah. grind, you know what I mean? Like that's the same yeah. kind of like, I agree, you know, going out every night and you have, you have to do comedy as much as possible. Yeah. I agree. It's it, yeah. You can't uh, just jump to that Netflix special level without yeah no. doing doing some shows. And some you gotta tours. do it. You gotta do it all the time. I, I have a friend that's been doing comedy for three years. You know, most most comedians by the time you see them on TV, they've been doing it for years. You know, most yeah. most comedians grind for years and years and years and years, and then you know, every now and again, you get a Dave Chappelle that's been doing this since he was fourteen. You know, or Seth Rogen, I think was thirteen. <laughs> You know, those guys. Yeah. But besides that, it's it's it really it's an old man's grind, too. I mean, you know, it's an old. Yeah, it's not it's not as much a young man's game as it is. You know, Seinfeld. I agree, man. Eddie Murphy. I agree. Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. These guys are grown men. You know, this isn't not yeah. a lot of 19 year olds yeah. popping on stand up comedy circuit and doing tours and shit. Nah. Yeah. It's like the, the experience level required to have that kind of angle on humor, too. It's like, yeah. Like anyone can make when a I, hit record. Anyone can make a hit record of any age. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can be, be nine and make a hit record, you know, but can't be like, you can't do, you can't do 60 minutes. Anybody can't do 60 minutes. You know, 60 minutes nah. is developed over years of doing 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes, 30. You know what I mean? You have to get your minutes and then you get 60 minutes and it's, you know, something to behold. Yeah, I agree. I got, I got a, homie on cda res that makes memes that it's got like three hundred thousand followers on his pages and i'm like yeah. bro these these are written jokes it's like you just gotta practice saying them into a microphone you know what i mean because yeah. yep. i'm like fuck dude you know what i mean like the the, the shit's funny like the the situations yeah. are there it's just the delivery that's how you gotta work on you so, a lot of shit's yeah. translating too. There's a lot of people that are doing Instagram and stuff. They start off on Instagram, they start off on YouTube, they end up yeah. on like Nick Cannon Wildin' Out, and then they do stand up comedy. You know, I've seen people break I in agree. that way, and it's been kind of dope. Where I'm like, you know, when I when I went to the the Wildin' Out show, I didn't know what I was like. They came to Portland, and I didn't know. I thought the show was gonna be like where we went to an episode of Wildin' Out, and then really it was most mostly stand up. Like most of those guys do stand up. And it was, you know, so right. it was it was kind of, you know, uh, it was dope to see like how they started off, you know, like I said, Internet sensations and then, you know, went got into stand up that way. So there's like a, it's, it translates. So, yeah, I could I could see somebody going from memes to, uh, you know, to stand yeah. up. 
if if they if they wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, man. I went through and recorded one time and it wasn't the greatest. So I just sent him the unlisted YouTube links of his performances and I'm just like yeah. just work on it, man. Practice. I'm like, I don't if it was music or or anything else, I could coach you on it, but fuck, I've never done that shit before, bro. So I don't know what to, you know. I can just say yeah. I'm laughing or I'm not, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what what else do you have in the future coming out that you're working on, man? That you want to say anything about before we wrap here? Man, right now everything is broken glass podcast. Uh, you know, broken glass podcast uh, dashes between the words on Instagram. Um, you know, brokenglasspodcast.com and you know, that is, is website, it's the website does look official. Yeah. I appreciate, official, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Every, everything is about the podcast right now. You know, we, we, we dibble and we dabble, you know, I've done, I, I I've hosted a lot of events, you know, like that me personally, that was a, was an aspect of, of, you know, the income that got hit. Um, you know, so, so we're looking to diversify that, you know, part of the portfolio and, and see what events look like in the future. Um, but right now in, in yeah. Portland, you know, the, the, the events are, are few and far between and don't really require like a dude to stand up there and introduce people. You know what I mean? So that's like the, the hosting aspect is not really popping right now. But um, but that, you know, when when things get popping again, that will definitely be moving again. Um, you know, but like I said, we won Portland uh, Lamb Weekly's Award, Portland's Best Podcast last year. We were runner up this year. So, you know, we stay in the conversation as far as you know, the best show in the city. And that's, that is the most important thing to me. You know, I could do a few more years of being the best and then try to, you know, um, move on to the next thing or yeah. maybe I'll do it forever. You know, maybe I'll be Larry King. Of yeah. podcasting. Fuck it. Well, nah, dude, like I, I tell my fellas, fuck, it's a slow grind guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rogan starting like, Oh, eight, Oh nine. Yeah. Got that Spotify deal 11 years later. Yeah. 12 years later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kevin Hart is the same thing. I think Kevin Hart was doing 18 years before his first movie. Doing stand up for 18 yeah. years. So, you know, people, people who know that know, you know, but at the end of the day, yeah, that, that's yeah. my focus, man. Yeah. And I still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I tell myself if I, if it becomes a chore and I don't enjoy doing it, then maybe I should think about doing something else. But 100%. I, I do. You know, like every Sunday, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I get to talk to vocab this week. You know, that's like, what's up, man. I, you know, that's what's yeah. up, bro. And that's good. Like, that's that's a dope. That's if you have that, keep that. Yeah. yeah. Especially now keep where pushing, man. people's restriction is limited. You know what I mean? Like that is to have something is dope. That's yeah. Not yeah. Load up right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Making, creating content, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's, they can't, they can't, no, no one can stop that at, right now. You know, that, that, that seems to be like the, the immovable object right now. So, you know, even oh, if no yeah. one has any money or food, they will have their phones. Word. Okay, man. So, uh, and any last, uh, things you want to like, do you want to say anything to the kids, man? Give any, any advice or anything like that? You dropped all your, your website, social media stuff. Is there anything yeah. else you want to add, man? I mean, like you said, man, it's a slow grind. It's never as sexy as they, they say it is on TV. You know what I'm saying? And the, the upper echelon, the top 1% is you're really looking at, when you turn on MTV, you're looking at the top 1%. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so you if you think that that's the end, you know, if that's your end goal, understand how hard you're going to have to work. You know, understand that you can't do that part-time. You know, that's not a part-time job. That's a full-time job with a team. You know, that's you need a team. So if you're just doing that by yourself and and no one's, you know, assisting you or helping you out and, and you're not breaking bread with nobody, you're not paying anybody to do anything and no one's paying you to do anything. And, you know, that's how that's that's uh, that's my best piece of advice is I know up and coming rappers. And I say, call me when you start, you know, paying somebody to work for you. 
Call me when you start paying the agent to book you, you know, call me when you start, you know, when that part starts, you know what I mean? That's, that's when, cause until then it hasn't started. Yeah, I agree. Good advice, man. Yes, sir. Good advice. All right. All right. So is that, that, is that, do you feel like that's a good ending part or anything yeah. else? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Good to, good to talk to you. Okay. Yeah, dude, same. Dope interview, man. We went over an hour too. So th- thanks for hanging out. Absolutely. Taking the time. Absolutely. Uh, it was fun, yeah. Bro. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, tune into his podcast, brokenglasspodcast.com. Check Blech. it out, man. All, all, the, all the links to social media are there too. All the episodes are posted. Shit is legit. Looks butter, man. Real, real sleek. Look, every, real look, sleek like and, say, man, and functional. Everybody, everybody is welcome, but do not get it twisted. Not a safe space. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Good call. We got slogans. All right. We got slogans, too, if you need those. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, good, good call. And, and anybody who wants to seek sponsorship in the Portland area, too, man, holler at the guy. Like, he's doing that on yeah, the show. D- also, DM me. So. DM me. Hit me up. Sean Harvey at BrokenGlassPodcast.com. Uh, and that's it. I'm, I'm here. I'm available. Dope. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our episode. I'm going to do my outro dance. This was... The 76th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I was your host, Katie M. Kane. My guest tonight, Vocab from Broken yeah. Glass Podcast, man. My, my guy, man. Hit them up, brokenglasspodcast.com. Dashes in between the words on IG. Uh, follow IG. the guy, hit him up if you want to sponsor an episode. Um, the content is dope, man. Check it out. I also got to give a shout out to my guys in production, Mitchell Wilson and Jesse Curry. This has been a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise Production.